Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Louise Bedford here, the host of the Talking Trading Podcast. Each week, I bring you expert trading tactics so that you can excel in the markets. I love bringing you interviews and market wraps and solo episodes so that you can keep up your motivation and continue trading with skill and clarity. Every once in a while, somebody becomes an effective trader by accident However, rarely do these people stay as traders for very long. To excel over the long term, generally you have to really want it and to single-mindedly pursue it. Without that spark of enthusiasm, that ever so rare, indescribable glow of energy that is strong and undeniable, well, look, you just won't last the long haul in the markets. You can get really tired by the grind, I know. Plus, you can get blindsided by some of the market shocks along the way. To be effective as a trader, you need to be able to bounce back from the grind as well as from the shocks and build in specific recovery techniques into your trading routines. You see, trading success is never due to one thing, but failure can be. You skip your stops and then blam, you won't make it as a trader. You don't follow your trading plan and kapowie, you'll be a trading failure. You're not patient and splat goes your trading account. It's the combination of tiny actions, all adding tiny bits of probability to your trading success. And that's what gives you your edge your sleeping patterns, your diet, your exercise, they all probably contribute only 1% to your trading day. Following your plan to the letter, setting stops when you enter each position and using appropriate position sizing, that's probably an extra 15% chance that you'll be successful. So by themselves, they add a miniature chance to your success. However, if you get these wrong on a mass, you'll be a flop. You need a lot of things right to get this thing to fly. But get the wrong things wrong and your demise will be spectacular. Life is hectic. Every day it can seem as if there are more and more demands on our resources Often we have to deny our body the rest it craves and survive on energy drinks and coffee and chocolate bars. As you've probably experienced, it's impossible to stay completely pumped up every moment of the day. 
Personal energy just doesn't work that way. We get tired. We need time to rest and recover. And without a bit of downtime, we'll end up burnt out and totally ineffective. This also extends to activities related to trading. Many traders succumb to pressure and that leads to ineffective decision-making. When you first start trading, the importance of being able to handle your own stress levels, it just might not seem like a priority. Particularly if you haven't placed any money in the market, you might wonder why traders feel any pressure at all. Well, let me tell you, I felt the same way about golf until my very first serious game of pitch and putt. What's all the fuss about? You're only chasing a little white ball around the field. How hard can that be? I thought to myself. Then after my first ball dropped into the pond and my second ball failed to connect with my golf club seven times, but who's counting? I realized there must be more to this game. Look, I had a minor hissy fit, I'm not too proud to admit, but I do now understand why golfers get the yips and have trouble performing. Trading is a little bit like that. When you begin, you imagine that you'll be cool and calm no matter what the circumstances. However, all it takes is a few stocks to misbehave combined with a little time pressure. Oh my gosh. Suddenly, you understand how easy it is for traders to blow their stacks. And that's why it's important to learn some stress reduction techniques, even before you put on your first trade. In his book, Beyond the Investor's Quotient, Bernstein also had some thoughts about how stress might be handled more effectively. His prescription includes the following steps. Stop excessive stress before it starts. So take regular vacations, work a reasonable number of hours per day. Don't try to trade every market. Attempt to trade in specific markets. Try to become an expert in just a few things. Number three, don't try to catch every move. It isn't possible to catch every daily, weekly or monthly move. Specialize in one or two time perspectives. Number four, don't set your goals too high. For example, first focus on avoiding losses and that way you'll increase your equity and lastly, then you can focus on making a lot of money. Too many people try to do it the other way around. The next point Bernstein makes is don't bring the market home with you. Begin each day fresh. And finally, he says, find a way to vent stress and pressure. Find a way to incorporate regular exercise into your routine. In talking trading, I often like to discuss how to maintain your energy so that you can continue trading optimally. You see, trading can be a grind. It's repetitive. It requires a high degree of concentration over a long period of time in order to be successful. I want to show you how to develop the resources you need so that you can go the distance and as well as to recover if you've had a few hard knocks. 
So this can affect you privately, but it can also affect you publicly in terms of things like emotional contagion and watching the news. During periods of stress, you'll probably overlook details and second guess your analysis. When you subsequently experience a loss, you might even persecute yourself mercilessly and maybe even propel yourself into a mini depression. And this is especially true if you've had trauma of some sort. Developing body awareness can help with self-awareness and healing, which is why the practices of yoga, meditation and breathing techniques can actually help you heal. It's been shown as well with research that those with a higher level of body awareness called interoception have been shown to be more profitable traders. So isn't that great? Because the good news is you can train your way towards success. Often in life, we're either spiraling up or we're spiraling down in attitude. If you keep making poor trading decisions when you're in a vulnerable situation, you'll only add to your own negative mindset. Wait until the tide turns in your life and it's likely that your trading will improve also. You need to put into your trading plan the times in your life when you're going to stay away from the markets, such as in periods of grief or when you're unwell. You know, there will always be opportunities in the market and whether you start trading this week or perhaps later this year, it won't be of any significance in the long run. If you're going through a hard time, give yourself a chance to recover particularly if you've experienced a recent emotional shock. So what should you do after you've made a big loss? Because I know that that can be such a tenuous time and you're probably still smarting from it. So here is my advice and I'm breaking this down into the first seven days. Journal. Use your morning journal. Use it every single day of the week for a minimum of one week. Day one, describe your pain in excruciating detail. Let that emotion overwhelm you. Pour it onto the paper. Don't shy away from those strong emotions. Day two, write in your journal, what did I do well and what would I do differently? Day three, keep describing any remnants of pain that you haven't described yet. Don't go over old ground. Add new pain to your journal about this event. Day four, work your way up to asking, if this situation was totally my fault, then what lessons would I want to take into the future with me? Yep, that one's a hard one. That one is definitely a tough one. I think that we lack the ability to see the power of our own introspection. Day five, talk to yourself about self-care. What can you do now to soothe your body and mind? Day six, do a future self-post. Start it like this. It's May some date in the future. It's exactly five years since I, and insert your painful experience there, 
I didn't realize it at the time, but that was the turning point for me. Since that event, I, and then paint a picture about how you want to be living in five years. This is called future pacing. Very powerful. Day seven, review the past seven days. Feel the grief, don't dodge it, and then work out where this can lead you. As Ovid, the philosopher, said, one day this pain will be useful to you. When we experience something difficult, like a heartbreak or a trading loss, we often see ourselves as cracked or flawed. Research actually shows that we experience the loss in our body. We feel broken. We actually feel physical pain. We can feel shattered and crushed and we even use these exact words when we describe our plight to our friends. We're conditioned to think that when something is broken, it has less value. But what if we shifted our perception? What if we saw our setbacks as being productive? There's a Japanese art called kintsugi. It translates as golden joinery. It's where artists fix broken pottery with gold or silver lacquer. When a vase cracks, when a vase cracks, the artists embrace the apparent imperfection. The pieces are meticulously gathered, held and pieced back together using a solid gold filament. Mended, they highlight the crack. They create a beautiful, unique piece that will never be replicated. So rather than trying to erase the hurt of a trade gone bad or cover up the aches, why not approach our brokenness with a sense of reverence? Hold your grief with tenderness. Hold your mistakes with patience and your growth with a sense of optimism. Honour your journey, your trader's journey. Look, sometimes I think it can help if we give ourselves a framework to know when we're likely to be experiencing the perfect storm for being under pressure. I remember hearing about a template put forward by Dr. Stephen Jones. He came up with an acronym STUFF. Now the S is for stress, T is for time frame, U is uncertainty, F is for fear and the other F is for fatigue. So stress, time frame, uncertainty, fear and fatigue. If you're feeling under pressure, it's usually because you're experiencing a project that has each of these characteristics. So how are we likely to respond when we're under pressure? As a trader, we might make a trading mistake, we might overtrade, or we might snap at our spouse. And it's pretty evident that trading has a lot of stuff woven into its very fabric. And that's why it's important, really important, to make sure your recovery habits are top notch. There are four recovery behaviors of outstanding traders, and I want to take you through them right now. High performance trading is no accident. It leaves footprints. There are four habits that every exceptional trader has cultivated. 
they might not have them naturally. They might have had to sweat and slog and slough off parts of themselves that weren't bright and shiny already. But know this. If you can achieve in these four areas, you'll come out on top as a trader. Number one, they've decided that they're comfortable with being uncomfortable. Top traders know they don't need to know it all. They're not ego driven. They break down the big project into tiny little aspects that they can conquer one by one. It's not glamorous, but they can feel it in their gut that they're uncomfortable and they persist anyway. They know their feelings don't determine whether they take action. They rise up even when they don't feel like it. You'll never be criticised by people doing more than you. You'll only ever experience criticism from people achieving and doing less and being less than you are. So get comfortable with criticism because while it's uncomfortable, it won't slay you if you're aligned. For those with a growth mindset, they even consider criticism a gift. They've found ways to recover from blows that keep their ego and identity in check using specific methods. Number two, they build in strategic pauses. When they get a knock in the markets, these exceptional traders, they pause, they don't stop. Top traders build in a pause between the stimulus and their response. They act with control and clarity and decisiveness. They double check themselves before knee jerking into a position. They're intentional about their life, so they don't just accept life, they make their life. You don't find top traders burning out. They've built in micro and macro breaks to revive and refresh them. They know that work comes before their pause and after their pause, so they're energised and more determined than ever to run towards their goals. Number three, they kick themselves and then they forgive themselves. Yes, I know the popular idea these days is to say that you're going to forgive yourself, but unless you've given yourself an initial kick for what you've done wrong, You will never learn the lesson. If you don't introspectively take responsibility for your mistakes, then you're destined to repeat them. Your insights will draw you forward. If you forgive yourself immediately without this introspective step, you'll be the same person you are right now in a year's time. Number four, they keep going. Because we're always looking back and seeing the negative, we end up carrying all that baggage around with us. Unless you make a purposeful effort to drop the baggage, you won't truly be able to sprint. When you're stagnant in life, the only thing you're good for is breeding parasitic thoughts. Trading involves mastering your emotions and getting through the boredom of repetition Don't let one disappointment knock you out of the trading arena. You need to pass through the place of your greatest pain to harvest the rewards. You are enough. You have what it takes. Outstanding trading comes from within. These behaviours, they are within your control to learn. You can do this. 
The happiest people in the world control their money rather than letting their money control them. Every day when you wake up, there's money in the markets and that is your money. It belongs to you. But until you do these few things and do them well, it will never belong to you and it won't find a way into your bank account. So I hope this episode has given you some ideas about recovery and how you can recover from a blow in the markets so that you can continue trading like a champion. You know, everybody has made a loss in the market at some stage. Anybody who tells you that they haven't and they've been trading for a little while, they just can't be telling you the full truth. So this is how it goes. We fail our way to success. Now, if you've liked this episode, I would love it if you could give us a rating on Podchaser or iTunes. It really makes a difference because that way people can find us and it really brings new people into our trading community. I've got one here. It is from James Whelan. James says, amazing and easy to follow trading tactics, usable technical analysis with ideas on sectors to assess and avoid. Great for anyone getting started or getting better in the markets. Lovely, lovely. That brings so much joy to my heart. Thank you for giving me that shot of energy, James. I do appreciate it. So enjoy. Make sure that you go forth with the right attitude this week with trading. Trade objectively and I'll chat with you next week.